Is your church's serving strategy as clear as it could be? Is it confusing? Does it create uncertainty? In this episode, I'm going to give you a simple solution to decode your church's serving matrix. We talked about the five D's matrix in the previous episode, the do-nothings, the doers, the delegators, the designers, and the dreamers. I'm going to give you a simple exercise that will remove confusion and bring clarity that will lead to momentum and action in your leadership pipeline. Hi, I'm John Pinkeldy from Grow a Healthy Church. I hope you're enjoying this Build a Leadership Pipeline series, but I think this episode is going to help you understand the value of understanding the five Ds and the matrix of your church's serving community. I'm going to leave you with a simple, a very simple exercise that will highlight to you who's who in the church, what they're doing, what they're not doing, which will actually add momentum and activate you into another level with your church. So let's jump in. What I want you to do is very simply get a printout of all the adults in your church. Now, you may have this in one of those pastoral database programs that are available today, or you may have it on an Excel spreadsheet. It may be in a Word document. Wherever you have a list of the adults in your church, maybe you have a very small church and you don't even need a list, but I want you to write out a list, type up a list, print out a list of all the adults, everyone who's 17, 18 years and over. That's where I want you to focus. I then want you to grab some nice, colorful highlighters. And I want you to go through the list and do a very simple thing that I doubt that you've ever done with the adult list in your church. I want you to take one highlighter and highlight everybody who is serving in no way in your church. They're one of the do-nothings. They're people maybe who are having a break from serving. They might be brand new to the church and haven't stepped into a role yet. They may be people who are just, you know what they're like, they're just cruising. They come to church, they're part of the church, they are a member of the church, but they never lift a finger to help. You know who I'm talking about. So highlight the do-nothings people. Then get a different color and highlight those who are serving as a doer, those who are on a team. This will include your small group leaders as well because they don't lead a team as such. Uh, they lead a group of people, but they don't lead a team. I consider them to be doers primarily because their primary role is in shepherding and caring for their group. But highlight all the doers, the greeters, musicians, all the tech and sound people, photographers, social media people, children's workers, youth workers, seniors workers, everybody who's doing something. Some of them may be seasonal. They may jump in for two or three months to help with a Christmas production. They may help for certain times of the year when you might be running a conference or a seminar. That's okay. Highlight them as a doer. There'll be a fairly large group, I would think. Then a smaller group, but a really important group, is your delegators. Now, in a smaller church, as I explained in the previous episode, your delegators and your designers may be one group. So you may only want to use one color for these. Medium larger churches, you will have two groups. Delegators are team leaders. People who oversee a team, they delegate tasks and authority to people they're working with. Highlight them. Then take another color and highlight your designers, those who lead departments, your children's director, your worship director. Again, they'll be a smaller group yet again. 
your new people's director, your serving director, who hopefully you also have in that group of designers. As you do this process, um, you'll find just a clarity coming to your mind about who is doing what or who is doing nothing in the life of your church. Then I encourage you to transpose all those highlighted people into lists, a do-nothing list, a doer list, a delegator list, a designer list. Separate them out into different pieces of paper, or if it's one sheet of paper, separate them out, because what I want you to do once you've finished highlighting is to keep that list, those lists in front of you for the next month. I want you to look at those lists. I want you to think about those people. I want you to look at the stories behind their serving or their non-serving. There'll be reasons why people don't serve. There'll be reasons why some of your delegators shine in what they do and others really find it difficult to lead a team. You look at your designers and think, my goodness, the load they're carrying in, in leading and running the department and designing the systems, processes, and ensuring alignment with the church's vision. It'll just cause your heart to shift in a different way. And one of the things I find when pastors do this, because in my consulting, I tell pastors, this is a great exercise to do because what will shift in your mind is you'll realize that the way you're handling a certain group of people serving, like your doers, it's got to be different to how you handle your designers. The load they're carrying, you have to commensurate with that, the training, the supporting, the coaching, the mentoring that you're doing. Someone who's a greeter on the door once a month in your church does not need the same amount of support as the designer, the person who oversees the entire welcome process within the church of the after-church connection, the pre-church greeting at the door, the car park attendance, if you have them. It'll just give you a different way of looking. It'll decode your church's matrix so it won't feel like Okay, we've got this whole <laughs> blob of people who are serving in the church, but I think it'll make you go, hmm, I need to look at this differently. I need to think about this differently. Now, coming up in, in the episodes that are ahead, I'm going to talk to you about training and developing these people. What are their needs for development? What do they need from the leadership of the church to develop these people? So there you go. Work out your list, print them out, get your highlighters out, have a fun time. You could even do this if you're a medium and large church. Do this with your team. It's kind of a fun uh, sort of engagement process when you realize, you may actually realize, my goodness, we have a lot of people doing nothing. How can we engage and activate them? And that can become a real prayer point. But I think having these lists in front of you and your team for a month, in front of your elders, and to pray over it, to think about it, I tell you what, you'll feel the difference already in your leadership pipeline. So thanks for joining me in today's episode. Get those highlighters out and get into it. If you're subscribing already to this Builder Leadership Pipeline series, thank you so much for doing that. But also, if you're not a subscriber, hit that subscribe button because the up and coming episodes are really going to be helpful um, for you. And if you discovered this episode randomly, why not go back and even start from episode one and go through the whole series? God bless you as you boost your leadership pipeline.